welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, One of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. And we want to encourage people to stay right here and build great companies in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Leah Heimbach and her company, HMS, in Fairmont, West Virginia. Leah, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it, Jim. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on our podcast to share your story this week. Lee Heimbach is president and owner of HMS LLC in Fairmont, West Virginia. HMS protects vulnerable populations and veterans. They blend their unique healthcare and technology expertise to create bold yet cost-effective solutions that federal and state agencies and their private sector partners need to make sure their loved ones get the best possible care in nursing homes and other healthcare settings, no matter where they live in America. Leah Heimbach's career path has included lawyer, registered nurse, EMT paramedic, flight paramedic, administrator of a federally funded injury control training and demonstration center, and executive director of a statewide emergency physician nonprofit. All of that vast uh, experience has converged when she co-founded what was then Healthcare Management Solutions, LLC, which is now HMS, back in 2002. Leah distilled a lifetime of high-impact roles into a business model designed to protect vulnerable people, which became her life's focus and daily passion. She's developed and implemented compliance and risk programs, reduced organizational costs by millions of dollars, and improved overall profitability for a variety of healthcare organizations. Leah was one of our early guests on the podcast, episode 14, back in April 19th, 2018. I invited Leah back on the show today to talk about her company, to share her story, her entrepreneurial story, and give us some valuable insight into the company she now leads in West Virginia. Leah, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Sure. Well, as you mentioned, our mission is to protect vulnerable populations and veterans. And a lot of that stems from having family members in nursing homes and in hospitals mm. and seeing opportunities where care delivery could be improved. And it, it is my passion. And it's something that I've worked my entire career doing. 
I've seen things from a clinical setting, an administrative setting, and from a legal setting as it relates to healthcare. So it's just really important to me and I instill in all of the HMS team members what importance it is to make a difference, especially in this day and age. And we can talk more about that too. Yeah, absolutely. So Leah, uh, a lot has, has transpired in the healthcare business. A lot of things have transpired in the world uh, since we last talked back in 2018. Give us, uh, give us a sense of, um, you know, for the folks that don't know your story, how did you get started into this whole healthcare management uh, business? How did you get started in this? Sure, sure. Well, as you mentioned early on, I, I worked as an EMT and a paramedic, and then I went on to nursing school and learned a lot about healthcare delivery there and ways that things could be improved. And um, when I went to law school, I really wanted to be able to blend those worlds of healthcare and law and did that for a few years as well. But I always felt like there was something more I wanted to do from a healthcare delivery end. So hmm. back in 2002, when we, when we started, we worked with all the health departments in the state of West Virginia to get ready for implementation of the HIPAA privacy rule. Yeah. So we, we, when we, started that engagement, it allowed me to leave my full-time job as a hospital attorney. And then we spent the next 10 months working with those health departments to put practices into place, teach their staff and develop policies and procedures to ensure they were on their way for complying with the privacy rule of HIPAA. Yeah, that's awesome. So break it down into your 30-second pitch for HMS. In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do? I'm happy to. We are not just a company, we're a cause. Mm. And we do everything we can to protect vulnerable populations and veterans. And given that next month in August will be our 18th anniversary, which we're absolutely thrilled about, because because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we are absolutely on the front lines doing just that, protecting Mm. those populations. Yeah, absolutely. So talk about that. What's the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now? Well, what I'm most excited about is the difference that we're making, because as you would well imagine, and and the news has certainly been highlighting the impact of COVID-19 pandemic, especially on nursing home populations, because they're tremendously at risk. Exactly. And so a good number of our staff are what we call surveyors. They go on site and do inspections of nursing homes, hospitals, and other facilities to assess their infection control practices and make sure that they're doing things in compliance with federal and state regulations. Because if we're not there on site and we're not making a difference and we're not helping them get into compliance, then people can actually die. Mm. And so the excitement comes from the impact we're able to make in a positive way. Yeah, it's, it's more than a job it's your it's your mission that you're on right now it absolutely is yeah so for those listeners uh, who don't know about hms what is the geographic market that you serve in other words where do where do your customers where are these uh, places of business and these government organizations where are they well we serve um our one of our largest customers is the center for medicare and medicaid services we are also supporting the veterans administration And then we are also supporting several different states. So they contract with us directly to do this same kind of work. Mm. Awesome. So we're all over the U.S. and territories. Love it. What's how many how many employees do you have? Over 160. Oh, my lands. And you guys are doing this right from Fairmont, uh, West Virginia. 
Yes, we are. That's amazing. It's incredible. What's uh, Leah? You know, I want to uh, talk a little bit about you know the current state of of healthcare. Like you, you were talking about these uh, the veterans uh, hospitals and nursing homes and those kinds of things are our most vulnerable population in the COVID um, world that we're in right now since the beginning of this year. Twenty twenty has been a crazy year. What what? How are things in your world right now? What's kind of dig take a, t- a deep dive into that? What, what is the focus that you guys are? Sure, really I'm happy to. Uh, yeah. Um, well, the hard part for us right now is just making sure we can keep up with the demand, but the demand kind of ebbs and flows. So as you find those hot spots of COVID mm-hmm. occurring, a couple of things happen. You know, states begin to um, regress on their opening reopening phases, yeah. and the cases continue to increase, and they can stop visits within nursing homes, which is severely traumatic on people that live there. But my day in in dealing with the COVID pandemic is number one, protecting my staff. Mm. So we've got the survey staff who go out to do the inspections. And as you've also seen in the news, it's really hard to get personal protective equipment. Yes. So we spend many, many hours doing that. We've been very fortunate to get a pretty good amount of it, but we have to continually source it because as my staff uses it, we need to get more. Yeah. So, and Jeez. some of the other things you may not think about, Jim, is that when when it's time for our surveyors to go on site in a facility, we've got a core team of, uh, who arranges all the logistics. They do travel arrangements, whether it's rental car or airline. We have to find lodging and we have to find places for them to eat oh throughout the U.S. And there's not that many places open and not that many flights available. So that takes a good amount of time, too. And we have to make sure once we know, like we, last week, we got notice within 24 hours we had to be on site in a state in the Midwest the next day. So we have to overnight this personal protective equipment to our staff or to the hotel they're going to be at hmm. and just hope that things line up, that they're able to protect themselves before they go into the, the, the facility because I, I won't let them go in without the equipment. Yeah, so, so it's a challenge. Yeah, no doubt. And, and it's just listening to you describe it. It's it's kind of daunting. Um, you know, how did you how did you prepare? You've been in business eight eighteen years now. How did you <laughs> yeah. prepare like so fast to to adapt and change in these times to find a way to serve more people and to do it in a way that's responsible and um, keeping people healthy? Sure. Well, I'll be honest with you, at sometime mid-March, first part of April, everything completely shut down when all of these stay-at-home orders were going into effect by different governors throughout the country. Yeah. And, and our work stopped, too. There were no uh, inspections going on in the nursing homes, which really pained me because I knew that there would be challenges with the nursing homes and other facilities being able to provide appropriate infection control precautions for their own staff and for their residents. So when I sort of saw this kind of coming, I knew it was going to happen, but that eventually the floodgate would open and, and the need for our services would increase exponentially and quickly. Yeah. That's when we started saying, okay, to protect our own staff, as many people as possible will work from home. We started trying to source personal protective equipment, and, and I'm talking weeks that we were on the phone with many, many suppliers yeah. and just kept getting as much as we could whenever we could and 
it took a few weeks to get stuff delivered because I knew unless we had personal protective equipment, we couldn't send our surveyors out because I just wouldn't let them go into a facility unprotected. Absolutely. Our guest today is Leah Heimbach. She's the president and owner of HMS based in Fairmont, West Virginia. Leah, people may not recognize HMS, but they may recognize healthcare management solutions. That was the former formal name of your company. You've recently rebranded to HMS. Talk talk a, a little bit about that and, you know, maybe the reason why you did that and maybe some of the exciting things that you guys are doing with HMS now. Sure. So, Obviously, the name Healthcare Management Solutions LLC is kind of a mouthful, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're known as HMS in, our, in the eyes of our customer, yeah. and our staff refer to us as that, and I also felt like it was time for us to sort of expand upon what we do because we don't often tell our own story very well. We're just so busy into the weeds of doing the work that I thought it was important that our staff, our customers, and our partners understood the impact that we're making and that therefore the protecting vulnerable populations and veterans is what we've always done. We just didn't tell the story or our website didn't reflect that mm. as much as it could have. Yeah. So you guys are on a mission to to really spread that, uh, the word, and not only about what you do, but but the people that you help, right? And the people yes. that you serve. That's that's yes. essential to uh, to good you know, to good brand uh, development and and really just, you know, kind of um, expanding on the eighteen years of success that you've had and looking forward to the next, you know, eighteen, twenty However long, 30, 50 <laughs> years. So, so, so th- speaking of that, uh, what is the vision that you have for HMS long term? Where are you with that? Well, our, our, our uh, long term vision is to continue doing what we do, but expanding it in other areas to provide service to new customers and expand the services with our current customers. Until this year, we weren't that well known within the Veterans Administration, and that's always been part of the passion of what we wanted to deliver. So because we were successful in winning work within the Veterans Administration, we just felt like it was time to commit to that. And so we are spending a lot of our time and efforts towards educating the Veterans Administration about who we are and what we do. And we've had some successes and hope that that continues for the next three to five years. Yeah. So how do, how do you get the word out to these, uh, the VA facilities, the Veterans Administration facilities to, you know, to let them know about what you're doing, to, um, to, to tell that story, if you will, and to attract new customers? How do you do that? Well, twofold, actually. Um, First, our reputation has gotten around as doing great work. And so there were a couple of states who talked to their local um, counterparts in the VA. There are what they call state veteran homes throughout the country, which are function kind of like nursing homes. And so they were asking someone within the state survey agency, do you know a company who can do X, Y, and Z? Mm. And we were, we were recommended. So we started talking with that, um, that uh, veterans commission and told them what we do. And so we had a couple of more discussions with them and they actually hired us to do a baseline survey of all the VA homes in that state. And it went really, really well. And so they engaged us into a longer term contract. And I think word is being spread around that way. And then the second process is because we have partnered with a number of companies who have a pretty strong and long presence within the Veterans Administration, 
they've heard about the kind of work that we do. And there's not many companies who do what we do. In fact, very few. So they're interested in our healthcare expertise and how it applies to the VA and the VA's efforts in trying to improve care delivery in their facilities as well. Yeah, quality outcomes is extremely important. Uh, I think people are paying more attention in healthcare to the return on investment. Uh, that you know, obviously they're they've got. Uh, large volumes of work that needs to get done and seemingly less resources, right? So you've got to make sure that you have that that wherewithal and that knowledge, and that's what you guys bring to the table in essence. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I want to uh, take a second just to, uh, Leah, just to mention our sponsors for the podcast. They are the State Journal, WV News, Insurance Centers, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the great things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Leah Heimbach. She's the president and owner of HMS, located in Fairmont, West Virginia. Leah, let's get back into it. You know, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, leadership. What, you know, obviously you, you've been, uh, since since the beginning of the year, probably before that, you, you've been talking about COVID-19 and trying to respond and react to, in a way, um, that your company can be positioned to serve people and help them. What's what's a leadership lesson that you've learned through uh, through this that maybe you didn't know about yourself? I don't know that I didn't know about it, but it became much more apparent when yeah. the pandemic started getting to its peak. And that is number one priority is take care of your staff yes. because these people are going on site in hot spots and they know they are putting themselves at risk. Hmm. And so listening to them about what their concerns are, addressing their concerns, letting them know what I am doing to support them and how important they are and what valuable work they're doing is what I have learned a whole lot more about since all this started. Mm, that's that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I, I can only imagine that's an immense burden. You know, you got folks that are right on the front lines, like you said, in hotspot areas, and, and uh, that's got to be a tremendous amount of pressure on, on you to make sure that you're doing the right things. So listening to your, your team, uh, equipping them, preparing them, uh, that those are all part of, uh, of the leadership lesson you've learned. Is there, is there a... Uh, I guess there's a, well, how did you navigate through that? In other words, maybe give us some insight as to how you were able to to say, okay, here's the here's the situation we're in. Here's how I'm going to go about this. How what, what were some tactics that maybe you employed in sure. that in that uh, strategy? Well, I'll be honest with you, it it, it continues, but probably number one <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> number number one is trying to gather as much information as possible. Keep in mind, because we go into every state or U.S. territory. Each governor, each county, yeah. each locality has restrictions or guidelines on what is and isn't acceptable. Mm. So number one, I stay informed. I make sure the people who work in that survey division of HMS stay informed and that we communicate frequently. I keep them, I think they're hungry for information, the staff that goes on the front lines. They yeah. want to know what I'm doing to protect them. How much personal protective equipment do I have right now? Hmm. What's the plan for getting more? What's the follow-up if they end up getting exposed? All those kind of things. Hmm. So frequent communication, 
I think helps dissipate sort of their anxiety about it. And then there are those, Jim, who are in our survey division. Some of them can't travel because they have underlying medical conditions that may be severe enough Mm. that they're not comfortable going to a hot spot. So I don't force anybody to go. But they all feel this commitment, this passion to want to make a difference. And so we frequently talk with them about what level of comfort they have. Maybe I can send them to a place that's not a hot spot if they want to survey and those kinds of approaches. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I sense this um, air of confidence in your in your tenor, the way that you're talking about this, because, you know, I, I honestly, you know, you kind of hit on something there with, uh, you know, all the different uh, protocols that exist and each state's different, each county's different, you know, each local yep. government's different. And that's uh, that's something I think is a, a frustrating point, not only amongst healthcare workers, but uh, but amongst people and our, our, our citizens in, in this country. And, uh, you know, being able to take a leadership role like you have done, uh, I think is, is outstanding. And I, I just wanted to probe a little bit on that. I think that's some good insight uh, on how you... Um, how you lead and uh, navigate in these difficult times. What's one piece of advice, Leah, that you would give to young young people who may be thinking about um, starting a company? Maybe they're an entrepreneur, or maybe they've got this idea. Maybe it's in the healthcare space. What's what's something that you think that uh, would be good advice for young people that are here in West Virginia that they you think that they should hear? I think they should talk to other people, other businesses Mm. about what has worked and what hasn't. No idea is ridiculous. Perhaps if you talk to other business leaders, you can help get the idea shaped. I know I've done that. I've thought about going in one direction, talked to some people and went, maybe not so much. But I don't want them to be afraid to reach out to others and network, you know, whether it's by you know, video chat, telephone call, whatever. But I think business owners, especially in West Virginia, want to support each other and they want others to succeed. And others have mentored me and I'm happy to mentor them, but they just have to not give up and just keep, you know, going at it. And and they will fail. They need to understand there are things you do that you will make mistakes. And the key is you have to get back up and keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's wisdom and counsel, right? And, and what you're saying that right there is, is I think so important because a lot of times, uh, and I hear it, uh, you probably have as well, that you know people try to go out on their own. They they've got this idea, but they don't want to share it with anybody. They don't want to get any advice, and and then you know most most small businesses you know fail, you know, and that's it's just a harsh reality. But I believe what you just said, you know, being able to expose yourself, being a little vulnerable and really um, put yourself out there and be willing to fail is an important thing, right? Because yes. it's it, it, not every idea, you know, strikes gold. I say, I always talk about it, you know, some of the, my, some of my best ideas that I thought were going to succeed never got off the ground, you know, <laughs> it is an entrepreneur, yes. you know, because after you, after you do the, the, the modeling and, and the, the business plan, the pro forma, or whatever you go, ah, that wasn't that great of an idea, or maybe it, it did fail, and you learn from it. Uh, John Maxwell always talks about, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, and yes. uh, and I think that's so true. You know, it's not about winning and losing so much as how you know what are you learning from those failures, and I think that's yes. a, that's a great piece of advice there for for our audience, and I really appreciate that. Leah, mm-hmm. I've asked you this before. I'm going to ask you again. What's one you th- one thing that you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Well, honestly, I got to go back to it. It's uh, keeping the staff number one priority. So mm-hmm. how I achieve that 
is a couple of things. Because our staff oftentimes is traveling out doing these surveys, Mm. I want them to feel connected. So a couple of ways I try and do, well, I don't try, I do do it. We have, our payroll is twice a month and we have a newsletter that goes out with payroll. And in that, I always write an article, every one, every issue goes out with every payroll explaining to them something that's happening, but more importantly, how important they are to our mission and how valued they are. Uh, I also do a monthly video message because I think some people connect better or feel more connected with the company when they can see my face and hear my voice rather than just reading something in print. And then the other thing that I do is I keep a stack of little note cards that I've had printed up and I go through the list every week and write note cards, hand notes, handwritten notes to the staff to let them know Mm. this is the project you're working on. I recognize how well you're doing at it. I appreciate what you're doing and how important they are to me. Yeah, that's that's very important, I believe. You know, it's kind of interesting. I've talked with a a lot of people since uh, mid-March, a lot of CEOs, a lot of business owners uh, who have struggled with, you know, maintaining uh, this contact with their team because, you know, a lot of us have been working yes. remotely, right? Yes. And, and so, and you've got a remote staff anyhow and people all over the country doing things and, and stuff like that. But I think that, you know, how how important is it to, you know, I guess this is a question I'm asking you, but how important is it that we maintain that personal one-to-one contact, even though we're not necessarily seeing people in person and even with your customers and, and things like that. How, how important is that? Well, my staff says it's really important. I, I get awesome. a lot of comments about the notes that I write and how much they mm. appreciate me saying. I mean, you know, Jim, it can be simply something is the, the parents that we have who, who work at HMS and they're stuck with their kids at home who aren't in school. Yeah. And so being able to help them adapt their work schedule to still feel like they're contributing something and part of something mm. and getting professional fulfillment while they're caring for their family and balancing that with the guilt that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's critically important that they understand how important what we do is and how important they are to that mission. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think I'm not speaking for everybody, but I think we're all getting a little burnout out of Zoom calls and, you know, Google <laughs> Hangout fatigue and, and all that yes. kind of stuff. And, yes. uh, you know, it, it is a, a strange time. And I think what you just uh, delivered there, that advice is, ex- is you know, extremely important in trying to stay connected, not only with your team, but customers and, and, and you know, people that are working um, remotely as well. So I, yes. I definitely appreciate that insight on there. Um you know, Leah, I'm thinking, um, you know, you're a person who has written chapters in books and you've been published in articles around the around the country. Uh, you're well known as a speaker at seminars and, and, and uh, meetings and things of that nature. What's one book or even a podcast that you would recommend for aspiring business owners and entrepreneurs? Well, the book would be uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. Um, It early, not even so much early on, but probably three or four years into HMS's time, the things that made the biggest impact on me and how to shape HMS going forward Mm. were two concepts in that book. And that one was having the right people on the bus. Yes. And the other one, the the second part of that is having them in the right seat on the bus. Mm. Because I've had some staff before who either weren't happy, weren't meeting, you know, requirements, and they just weren't flourishing. And so what I found is by talking with them and finding out what their 
passions were and what they thought they would excel at. Sometimes if you try them in a different role, they tend to succeed more. And I want them to know that I want to support their evolution and professional growth. And I think that's really important. And mm. and so I would highly recommend that book. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great one. That is on our um, resources page on positivelywv.com. You can click on it and folks can order that book and I highly recommend that one as well. And it's, it's as I'm listening to you uh, explain those two principles, Leah, uh, I'm reminded that, you know, uh, finding good people today is a challenge, right? And uh, so when you have a good person, just because they're not flourishing in the role that you have them in, maybe they just need to be in a different <laughs> role, right? And yes, so, yes. And I, I, I know I, I, I'm always talking to, to my peers about um, people that I'm trying to find. They have to have, a, they have to be hungry, humble and smart. Those are the three keys I'm looking for in, in our team members here. And uh, it's hard to find those three things. But if you can and harness that power, whatever the, whatever the power is that you're looking for, right? Those those indicators and, and those traits and, and characteristics of, of people, uh, putting them in the right role is, is vitally impo- important. Leah, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to know about your story and what HMS is up to right now? The only other thing I'd like to say is I understand what a difficult time this is for everybody. Um, It's just if you take it a day at a time and understand that at some point we will find our new normal. Being kind to each other during a really tense and stressful time is the most important Mm -hmm. thing that I think that they could realize for themselves, their family members, and those that they work with, whether it's in person or not, everybody has a little extra layer of tension. And I just think if we keep taking a look at the big picture, take a deep breath, step back, Mm. and do all we can to support each other, that things will be fine. I love it. That's great. Great stuff. Uh, I really appreciate that. In closing, Leah, how can our listeners learn more about HMS and maybe even get in contact with you? Sure. If they go to our website, you can click on the leadership team and our website is www.hcmsllc.com and they can reach me there directly. That's awesome. It's uh, Leah, it's been a real honor to have you once again on the show uh, for the second time. Not many people have been return guests, and I, uh, I really appreciate you uh, filling us in and getting us up to speed on some of the great changes. I mean, I, I uh, admire your work. I know that you are highly esteemed, not only in West Virginia as a business leader, but around the country doing the work that you're doing in healthcare uh, management and helping uh, these different healthcare facilities, especially now in the VA system. I I think what you're doing is really great. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, Jim. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state, just like my friend Leah Heimbach and HMS, Healthcare Management Solutions, formerly in Fairmont, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, your encouragement, your reviews on iTunes and other things. Uh, We really appreciate that, guys. Uh, And of course, um, 
if you can share these stories on your social media channels, that's a uh, very much appreciated as well. And I want to also recommend that you check out our new weekly show, which is called the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind. And it's every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon on the Positively West Virginia, Positively WV Facebook page and across the WV News platform. We bring uh, a, a panel of business experts around the state uh, each week to help small business leaders win. And that show is getting thousands of views live on Facebook as well. It's a video show, so check that out. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.